Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks Erotica, the podcast where I talk about relationships, love, sex, and everything that's under the umbrella. And it's all from my perspective. And as always, let me say thank you to everyone who listens and supports the podcast. Tonight, I'm going to talk about workplace romantic relationships and whether or not they should be public. And this comes from the situation that's going on with the head coach of the Boston Celtics and uh, uh, alleged inappropriate relationship uh, situation that he has going on. Also, my question of the night is, why do neurotic people make great sex partners? So please do me a favor. Sit back, relax. And I'll be right back with the question. Alright, so my question of the night is, why do neurotic people make great sex partners? I came across this quote as I was doing my research, and it goes like this. The neurotic's high arousal level and their inability to repress and avoid strong emotions and thoughts makes them great sex partners. That ability to put aside your emotions and your thoughts in order to please your partner is what makes neurotic people be great sex partners. Years ago, someone called me that, and, and I couldn't understand it because um, I didn't see myself like that. But then as I went into relationships and got out of the relationship, I started to develop the understanding that she was right. You know, I had that behavior. I had that that that, that thing about me. So, um, you know, that to me, there's many reasons why uh, neurotic people are, are great in being. They're passionate, um, creative, attentive, and and. I think they have, they are known to have great sense of humor. And we all know neurotic people can sometimes be a pain in the ass. And that's what makes, that, that adds the balance. Because you want someone who's not, <clears throat> you might be a serious person. You, If you're a serious person, you don't want a serious person. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't want the same thing that you are. Not all the time. You want someone who, who, who creates a balance. And I think with neurotic people, with them being attentive, creative, and, and having the ability to make you laugh, that's the balance. Not saying that you don't have those qualities, but you may not be that type of person who wants to be funny, ha-ha in the bed. You may not can't, you, you can't, you probably can't tell a good joke while you're getting good sex at the same time. I know a lot of people, well, why are you joking? Why not? Why I got to be so serious? Why I got to be looking like, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Why can't I lighten the mood? Um, I want to give a couple of reasons why the Raleigh people are good at that. The first one, like I said earlier, passionate. And when you're passionate, it's, it tends to be very intense and 
And this is with everything that goes on in the bedroom. And it, and it usually means that you're going to have a great time being together. The second one is neurotic people are often good at communicating. Because they're so neurotic, they tend to be very good at communicating their needs and wants. And this means that you'll always know what they're thinking and feeling. And that can be a major turn. Number three, neurotic people are often very adventurous. Neurotic people are often adventurous in bed. They're always up for trying new things, which can make sex a whole lot more exciting. Number four, neurotic people are usually open-minded. Because they always question everything, neurotic people are usually wondering and just constantly thinking about whatever it is when it comes to sex, what, what you're thinking, what it is that you need. How can I make your life better sexual? They're willing to try new things and experiments which can make for a more enjoyable time. The right people are good listeners. This means they're usually open to hearing your fantasies and desires which can make sex more fulfilling. Because they're willing to bend over backwards to please you. They're willing to give in to your desires, your needs, your wants, and, and bring you to that level of, of satisfaction. And I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people who are unable to, to satisfy people. I, I, and when I say this, I mean... I know people who, who have sex, and they just have sex. They don't understand the the there's, there's an unlimited way of of being sexually when it comes to the two people to being together. You don't have to just be confined to one you know position or one way of doing things or being quiet or turn off the lights or 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 or. Um, doing missionary. You can explore all the possibilities when it comes to intimacy. And I can on two hands I probably can count how many women who were able to think outside the box and not just lay there and let me, you know, do whatever or you know, they do whatever got their orgasm and went to sleep. I've never understood that. I've never understood why we need to be quiet or why the lights got to be on or why you can't get on top. Now, if you got like, (laughs) if you got bad knees, okay, understand. But if you got fully functional knees and I say get on top, then hey, that's what I mean. Don't, you know, I ain't never did this or, you know, normally I just lay there. No, what? You just lay there. So you just like a fucking target? So I don't know that many neurotic women. I can say about three or four. I can call off. You know, and I'm not gonna call them names. <laughs> but the bottom line is that neurotic people make great sex partners because they're always up for trying new things and open to feedback. 
They're usually great at communicating their wants and needs, which can make for a more enjoyable and satisfying experience for both parties. And with that, I'll be right back with my topic of So my topic of the night is workplace relationships should they be public? And like I said, this this stems from the situation that's going on in Boston with the head coach and him being in a situation where he's uh, allegedly being accused for inappropriate relationships. Now, I'm not going to give a full breakdown of what's going on because I'm still getting bits and pieces of it and telling celebrity news or speaking about athletes are not my thing. The situation of it being in the workplace and it being a consensual relationship that's where I'm coming from. But I really can't make that point because the more, more stuff is coming out Every time you look. Because I was riding with it. I'm like, yo, it's on some, you know, what's what's really going on in the world. You know, we're being distracted by this foolishness. Then I thought it was, you know, um, uh, racism. You know what I'm saying? Him being a black coach. And then finding out that one of the the young ladies that he was um, dealing with is Caucasian. And it being in Boston, you know, they don't too much care for her people of, of, of color you know when it comes to sports basketball particularly all sports but basketball from what I've seen so I'm, I'm thinking that okay they out to get him but why would they be out to get him when they rolled out the carpet when he signed to be the uh, coach and this dude has done his leg work he has been uh, a marginal player worked himself through the ranks as an assistant coach. I think he, you know, been an assistant coach for over a decade, a little longer, and finally got this this, this job that many would have accepted without even a, a second thought. So he, he, he worked hard, and then he received his fruits, fruits of his labor. And within a year, and I went down the drain. All because of a workplace romance. Then to top it off, he would kneel along. Now, this is not kneel along from Friday. It's not that. But it's still kneel along. And then and kneel along is in my top ten of bad chicks I know since I've been on this earth. Fuck that. Neil, Neil Long is top five. Top five women. Neil Long, Ronnie from the Players Club, Holly Berry, Phyllis Hammond, and you know I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get back with y'all on that one because I, I got my top five is kind of you know crazy, but Neil Long is my top five. 
So he with Neil Long. And like I said, she ain't Neil Long from back in the day, but still is Neil Long. And whatever situation they got going on, as far as them not being married or, you know, she is out there in Hollywood and doing her thing. So it might be some more crazy madness, but bruh, you with Neil Long and you caught slipping with people who don't look as good as Neil Long, in my opinion. So that in itself is like, to me, I think what it was, dude was feeling himself, stepped on his dick, and now he about to be a, a meme, about to be a joke, because he, he, he just fumbled the back, all because of a workplace romance. And it's been said, they, they, they told him, yo, chill, chill, more than once. And like I said, I'm not going to get all into, you know, everything that happens. You got to do your own reading about the situation. I'm coming from the personal consensual situation being leaked by the Boston Celtics. Allegedly, let me say allegedly, because this type of stuff goes on in every company, every situation. So for it to be blown up the way it is, I question. And I think because it went from consensual to harassment, that's why it's uh, on every network, it's on all the streams. Because people do it all the time. You got the, the owner of the Phoenix Suns disrespecting people, harass, sexual harassing people. He got the same thing. He got a year. But I think he was uh, calling people out. Uh, I think he was being racist towards uh, his, his uh, employees. So, I mean, it's not the same. But both situations are impactful. The situation with the coach, and I don't want to call his name because for one, I can't pronounce it. Two, I'm not gonna, you know, I don't, I don't want to say. But he has men, basketball players, who are who are young in age, who may look up to him who may look at him as a, a model citizen, may see him as someone they may want to be as they get older, and come to find out, he can't keep it in his pants. And, and, and let me say this before I go any further. I've done the same thing. Now, I don't have, I, I never had as much power as he had. I, I've been a supervisor. And I used it to my, my, my benefit. What a young lady, you know. I mean, it was consensual. But, you know, I realized that, okay, this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I'm saying? And plus, I, I'm like, I'm better than that. You know, I don't need to use the fact that I'm a supervisor just to, you know, do my thing. So everybody, I'm, no, I'm not going to say everybody. There's plenty of people who have done it. Women, too. But is it right for the company he works for to throw him under the bus 
given the fact that he fucked up, yeah. And I thought about that. And I said, you know what? If they did, maybe they're protecting themselves. Because this situation, him being warned, and there being more than one person, because I can understand why they got him in limbo, why they didn't fire him, why they just, you know, either suspend him for a minute or fire him. So he's in limbo. And I'm like, well, why are they keeping him in limbo? Because they got to protect themselves. Because they're a business. Because what if there are other women who come out and say, well, you know what, he touched me too. Or he said inappropriate words to me. So now you got multiple people, different lawsuits, and you got to come out your pocket. All because your head coach overstepped his boundaries. Couldn't keep it in his pants. Allegedly. So, like I said, when it comes to affairs at work, they're common. They happen. But they're not okay. They're not something that you can take lightly, neither. When, when people are in close proximity of each other for long periods of time, they, they tend to develop, you know, those strong emotional bonds. And this will lead to inf- uh, infatuation. Or even, <laughs> sometimes love. Hell, you may even get a baby out of it. So, you, you have to be careful. Second, people who work together often share similar interests and values, which can make them feel more connected to each other. That comfort. When, when, you, when you have a comfort level with somebody at work, you forget that you're not supposed to be in that position. Especially when you're a manager. When it's a manager and an employee, you know. Now, if it's two employees, even if it's a manager and an employee, and you go to to you know upper management and say, you know what, we've developed a relationship where we liking each other, we feeling each other, and they give you the option. Okay, one of y'all gonna have to quit, or one of y'all gonna have to be moved to a different department. So I don't know what was going on with him and the actress Nia, but it, it's just so many different stories. I you can't just throw everything out there that you hear because. It may not be true. And, and the, one of the biggest reasons why I don't like doing, you know, uh, anything about celebrities celebrities or, or, or athletes because you don't understand or get the full story the first time you hear it. It's always thrown out there because people are trying to get views. People are trying to get hits. People want to be the first one to put the information out there. And nine times out of ten, it's wrong as backwards so all the stuff that I've, I've heard within the last 24 hours has changed my way of my, my approach to the topic because like I said he stepped on his dick he thinking he big bully out there slinging I'm the head coach 
decent looking brother, no homo, you know. He pulling him, you know, biracial, you know. He 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 running a successful team. They the team just made uh was in the uh NBA championship against the Warriors. Go Warriors. So the whole he put himself in that situation and he has to accept his fate. Plain and simple. I can't be like, yo, it's fucked up that the, that the brother getting screwed over. The brother put himself in the position to get screwed over. Allegedly. From everything that's being said and what's being discovered. And if they came at him and say, look, chill. He put himself in that position. Now, Neil Long. Neil Long. This dude with Neil Long, yo. Okay, I don't know what they, what type of situation they got. I know they've been together for a minute, maybe ten years. They got a son. So, if it's me and Neil Long, I'm wifing. I'm wifing her. And we're going to make it work. Because there's... <laughs> there's some people you just got to make it work with. You know what I'm saying? You got to do whatever. You got to keep your dick in your pants. If you got a baddie. Yeah, I mean, point blank, period. You got to keep your dick in your pants with anybody. But, you know, when it comes to someone who look as good as she does... And everybody else wanna? From my perspective, from my insight, from from J.R. Robinson's point of view, I'm holding on to Neil Long. However, I need to hold on to her. And if it's someone that I really care about, someone that I'm, I'm really feeling, I'm digging, I'm holding on to her. I'm not gonna put myself in that position. If we got a good thing going, if we love each other, if we loving each other, and we being, you know, we building, yeah, I'm holding on to. Them. But <laughs> you can't really say what you're gonna do until that situation happens. But if it's me alone, yo. Oh, I'm shit. Nah. Um, (laughs) I think going back to the organization, I think him being a head coach and a leadership position, he 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 should automatically realize that the fraternization wasn't going to be accepted. You know, under under no circumstances. You know, he done been around. He done been around different organizations, so he knows. And he's, a, I think, he's in his mid forties, maybe close to fifty. So he he knows. You know what I'm saying? He he put himself out there. Um, and the impact not only affects the team and everybody within the Celtics organization her husband his girl but the kids the husbands 
wives. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 players' wives who, who probably think that, okay, you probably know about that, what you've been doing. It's a trickle effect from that, from them situation he put himself in. Because people's minds are going to start to wonder, like, okay, when they're on the road, what is what is he doing and what is my husband doing? What is my boyfriend doing? It could be somebody who's a fucking trainer. Is he getting some pussy? <laughs> you know? Um, I think the one-year suspension is a bit dramatic because of, of, of the situation and it being consensual. Now, when I said when it went from consensual to harassment, um, that's allegedly. You know what I'm saying? But I know it was consensual. I don't know if it's from... You know, I've heard different people say it went from consensual to harassment. But it still being a one-year suspension, that's just too much. Let me go. You know what I'm saying? I done fucked up that bad. I don't want to be sitting for a whole year. You know? But then, like I said, the, the Celtics, they got to protect themselves just in case some other shit come up. And I was going to say, you know, about the racism thing, but had it been a white coach, would he have gotten the same treatment? I mean, shit. We just had a president who, who got caught out there, you know, touching women. And nothing happened. So, who knows? Um... When it comes to the organization, if we have that that mentality that we are family, why wasn't this worked, or why wasn't this kept on the lid and we worked it out within the organization? Why everybody had to know? Why it had to be put out there? Was it someone behind the scenes saying, "Look, either this gets out, or I'm gonna get it out, and it's gonna be a, a, a worse." Situation is going to be, you know, it's going to come across different than, you know, if you do it. You know what I'm saying? So, what was the the reason for forgetting the we are family uh, model? Because it's a personal issue. And like I said, two people consented on being together. So, it wasn't like he forced it. You know, no matter how it went from being consensual to something else, it wasn't like she was dumb to the fact. It wasn't like she didn't, you know, um, say I told him not to to um, to um, ask me out or anything like that. She agreed to get with him until somebody found out, which could be her spouse or her boyfriend or whatever, and made an issue. Um, like I said, man, <laughs> Neil Long, bro, you're supposed to marry her. You're supposed to wipe that up. So, is he. Is he going to hold on to this job? I don't think so. I think either he going to, you know, get to a point where, you know what? This ain't it. Or they're going to be like, you know what? 
let's just go ahead and get rid of it before this gets worse. You know, especially if no one really comes out after a period of time because it's an ugly situation across the across the board because the, the, the team has to move forward because the season get ready to start. Now they got to bring in someone new. You know what I'm saying? They got to get those guys who's on the court. They got to get their mind clear because they go from defending the, the Eastern Conference Championship to, like, our coach out there, you know, getting this freak on. Now, my girl in my face talking about what I'm doing. So they can't produce on the court because of his mistake. Now, overall, like I said, I was riding for him, but I can't. I can't. I have to look at it from an objective point of view. And him just putting himself out there, him stepping on his own dick and thinking that he Big Willie, that's on him. He got to ride with that. He got to accept that fate. First, he got to repair. He got to sit down and get with his family. Now, Nia probably going to, you know, be like, nigga, I ain't, I don't, I ain't trying to hear that. Whatever. But then you got the child. See, because the child going to have to deal with that when he goes to school or he's around his friends. And being in that city, that child's going to catch it. So he has to repair that relationship and then figure out what his next move is. Because honestly, moving forward, because he, he has this attached to his name, it's probably going to be hard for him to get another head coach. Now, he might get with the, um, the assistant, or he might become a scout, or he might even do some, some videotapes or whatever. But that head coach spot, I think that's the one and done. You know, because, like I said, he fumbled the bag. Huge! He fucked up. And that opportunity only come once in a lifetime. Especially when you're black. You know, you may get it two or three times as a white person. But when you black and you fuck up like that, when your name is Mud, the chances of, of, of that opportunity ever coming his way again in this lifetime, in his almost about to be 50, man. Then, possibility of losing your girl you know even if she ride with you she's gonna be wondering what you're doing where you at why you answer your phone who you with i bet you with that that, that bitch again let me let me see where you at why can't i track where you at why you smell like uh izzy miyaki or whatever perfume women why you smell like bad bath and beat you? <laughs> ah, bad situation, bro. Bad situation. Um, no, no, no. I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. I want to say, yo, if you out there fucking around, man, it's not worth it. Trust me. It's not worth it. Go home. Go ahead. Go ahead and throw in the towel and go home, man. Because what you got at home is a whole lot better than what's out here in these streets. You may think it look good, feel good, taste good. Overall, it's not good for you. It's going to bring you stress. It's going to bring you... Um, and 
it may bring you a, a hot <laughs> a hot bowl of grits in your face ask Al Green <laughs> I mean it's not funny I'm not laughing that he got you know doused with some hot grits but that shit is serious you know motherfuckers ain't playing man um I know I done took a <laughs> I done took a couple of beats someone beat me across my arm with a police night stick one time I was fucking up so it's not worth it got a bleach I'm poured in my oh my god bleach poured in my sneakers had a collection of J's Jordans oh that hurt oh that hurt <laughs> That motherfucker poured that bleach in my shoes. On my on my fat farm. On my fat farm uh, outfits. <laughs> it ain't worth it, man. Messing around, creeping, trying to be slick, thinking that you getting over. It ain't worth it. Um, hey, I wanna thank everybody for listening to the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Um I did have another topic I wanted to talk about, but after, um, you know, doing some research on this and, and really getting a good understanding of what happened, I wanted to go ahead and get it out because I had it written down, you know, so I just went ahead and did it. But, um, damn, damn, oh, ooh. Anyway, I'm over everybody. Have a good night. Take care of yourselves. And if there's anything you want to talk about, hit me up at when he speaks erotica at gmail.com. Um, I don't mind what you leave as long as you're respectable. And hope everyone, hope everyone have a good night. Take care of yourselves. I'll talk to you later. Peace.